You're listening to Breakfast with the 6FB, the weekly podcast for bookkeepers. Every week, we'll be talking about what's new in the bookkeeping world. And here are your hosts and founders of the Six Figure Bookkeeper, Joe Wood and Zoe Whitman. Hi, and welcome to Breakfast with the 6FB. I'm Zoe Whitman, I'm in Bristol, and I'm joined by Joe Wood in Kent. Hi, Joe, how are you? I'm good, Zoe, how are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Um, today we're really pleased to be joined by Shirley Mansfield. Shirley is master problem solver and author of the Grown Up Business book. And Shirley's come on today to talk to us about building a grown up business, taking our businesses to the next level. So Shirley, hi, how are you? How are things going? Morning. I'm very good. And a bit like Joe, I'm in sunny Kent this morning. So yeah, oh, it's really no, good. Really no, good. It's nice fun. to be on here. So thanks for joining us. Shirley, do you want to start by telling us a bit about your business and what you do? Okay, so uh, I'm in the category of business coach. Uh, and a lot of people say to me, oh God, what's a business coach? So actually, that's where the sort of handle master problem solver came, because coaching is all about solving problems, really. So I work with small um, and medium businesses. Uh, so generally, between about a quarter of a million turnover to about 10 million, it's probably my sweet spot, but I do go either side of that working with business owners to get their heads straight, get them clear about what they want to achieve, and then actually helping them to do it. Um, and I quite often find that business owners, you know, they start their business because they love what they do. So um, the example I usually use is a fisherman who loves to fish and decides to set up an online business selling fishing tackle. And then before he knows where he is, he's not doing any fishing because he doesn't have time because he's running a business. Uh, and everything just gets on top of people. So so that's that's what I do. And the book really came out of me coaching clients and saying to them, now, come on, you know, you've got to become a grown up business. You you can't play around at this. You've got to become a grown up business. Yeah. And I think that's a problem a lot of a lot of bookkeepers in our group are facing because they started this because they had maybe worked in the finance profession before and they mm-hmm. were like, OK, I know how to do this. And uh, we talk about the e-myth sometimes, Joe, don't we? And you yes. know, we're really good practitioners, but we didn't perhaps expect to be involved in quite so much of the running of a business that we actually need to be when we're business owners. Um, so so what uh, what inspired the sort of title? How did you sort of come to the idea of this? You know, we all need to well, grow up and have this grown up Okay, business. so I suppose having told all lots of my clients, you need to become a grown up business, one of them said to me, so why don't you write a book then? And I thought, oh, ooh, where did that come from? Um, I didn't, hadn't wasn't on my plan. I hadn't thought about doing it. But actually, when I started to think about it, I thought, actually, I could reach lots more people if I did write a book and just put down uh, you know how to go about it and and to give business owners all sorts of business owners confidence to take that step you know most people get stuck in their business because they're not quite sure what the next step is you know should I do this shouldn't I do this and it's all about confidence so that's really where it came and actually go on Joe. <laughs> I was gonna say the same there's, there's someone in the book that they all might recognize well, I think there might be, and I think that probably comes in chapter one or chapter two, I think. <laughs> so the, the book is structured around, I think there's 40, 42 live case studies and true stories. Uh, names have been changed to protect some people, not everybody. Um, but it's set around, uh, you know, challenges. So it explains, uh, you know, for example, um, you know, setting about consistent standards in your business, it explains what the topic is, 
um, then it goes into a bit more detail about how it works, then shows an example with a case study. And then there's a set of um, questions and tasks and checklists to do at the end. So and uh, I suppose I could jump into my little plug now to say that actually what I've done for 6FB, I've had a chat with the publishers and my uh, the Kindle version of the book is now free of charge. And it's oh. free of charge until eight o'clock on 8 a.m. on the 25th of July. So, Zoe, I'll send you the link over so that you can uh, you can pop that up, but just free to download it. So, Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you so much. That's lovely. That's all right. So, Shirley, you have been a coach of mine for many years. Oh, and, yes. <laughs> and uh, this is why I was so keen to get you on, because in today's world, there are a lot of online coaches and um, but we you coached me face to face in the yes. boardroom with yep. paper and pens and post-it notes and it was very a, a very visual experience and really did help me to see I because I, I had very quick growth didn't I in the business you did. I was in yes and yes. you kind of and I was very much a baby mindset <laughs> or, or toddler maybe but I didn't I, I didn't it's very hard to get your mindset around what a grown-up business should look like and I often yes. do this now so when I have some a startup come to me and they say oh should I bother with um getting a proper bank account and I yeah. and I often say to them come on we need to think like a grown-up business do you always yes. want to be in this position or where you know where's where, where would a grown-up business how would they act so what separates a grown-up business from the rest of the pack? Well, um, a lot of actually what you said there, Joe. it's about a lot of people talk about bootstrapping a business and, you know, not spending too much money, but actually it's about spending the money in the right place. So set yourself up with, um, you know, if I was talking to a non-bookkeeper, I'd be saying you need to have a proper cloud accounting package, um, you know, do it now. Don't just play around on an Excel spreadsheet, you know, um, take it seriously. If you invest the time and the money in getting the structures right at the beginning, you have a really solid platform and you can then move forward. So processes and systems, you know, you might think, well, it's just me and one other. I don't need to write out a system. But if you write out the process and the system, you'll find out that you're duplicating things or you're missing opportunities, particularly for upsells. That's when you miss the opportunities is when you don't go through through the um, the process. So, um, Joe, please correct me, because, I, you, as you know, I'm not a bookkeeper. But, you know, if you're doing a VAT return, um, part of the process should be is actually step back and have a look at, at the overall business. And what could you then say to the client? Oh, you know, VAT, we need to forecast because your VAT's going up each quarter. We need to make sure that there's a forecast in place, for example. Yeah, so, um, so grown up businesses. Yeah, there's always ways and opportunities. If you're doing, Absolutely. they come to you to with one thing, and then yeah. that is our yep. job to look at this yeah. and then say, well, exactly. where do they need help next? Where could we help them improve? Definitely. It, exactly. So, the the other real big thing about grown up businesses uh, is they look up, they look and they see what is going on around them. They're not sort of down here just over the, the laptop bashing around and just looking at the set of numbers. You know, they're looking out to see what's happening. And actually, COVID has been a real 
um, eye opener for a lot of businesses. You know, a lot of businesses said, oh, no, we, you know, we didn't know this was coming. No, no, you did. You did know it was coming because if you looked and you saw the close of Wuhan, then actually you should have been thinking the chances are it might come here. And if it does, what would we do? Now, uh, you've probably got businesses. I've got businesses that have made tons of money through COVID just because they happen to be in a particular industry. I've had other businesses which have had to to uh, close down, furlough the whole lot, you know, basically press pause on the business and some that have, you know, sort of muddled through. But the key thing with a grown up businesses is that they would be there now. Grown up businesses are already planning for a second spike. They are assuming that a second spike might hit in October, November, or it might be January, February, depending on how the weather is. But the grown up businesses will not get caught out again. They will have a plan in a what if. What if this happens? You know, what if the government locks us down but doesn't give us such a good furlough scheme, for example? So there's those types of things. So the other thing with grown up businesses, they have a really coherent plan. They know where they're going. And so and that's why I like your, your sort of six figure uh, positioning. You know, we are going to get our bookkeepers to six figure bookkeepers. Great. Brilliant goal. But so many businesses don't have that. They don't have a goal. They just think I'm going to start a business. But actually what they do is they end up swapping a, a paid job for a business which gives them just an income. And that's not really what we wanted. So, yeah. And sometimes being your own boss, you can be the worst boss in the world, as in you put, you know, it's so much harder than actually going to work. And sometimes, yes. you know, we've all been there and thought, actually, it might be better just to, you know, stop and go and get get a job because you don't have. And this is what uh, we talk about a lot is that we become we try and be absolutely everything when we start out, which is fine you have to yep. but by writing systems you can start seeing where you can start outsourcing exactly but in the correct way rather than yep. just I'm so so busy I need someone to take this off of me or else I'm going to have a mental breakdown that's not proper outsourcing <laughs> okay. so and I have been talking about this actually in our own business because for the six-figure bookkeeper for people who don't know Joe and I met in November last year. Well, we probably yeah. met in November, didn't we, at a conference. And we kind of got talking and we were like, we need to talk. To we've got so much to talk about. Yeah. And uh, then we were like, we need to go away together and decide whether we've got a business. And we started the business. We actually sort of first got together to get the content together for our course or plan out our course in January 2020. So not mm -hmm. very long ago. And we've actually only been together in person twice to really like work together in the same room everything else we've done virtually and we it and it's gone really well and we've grown and we you know the number of people who signed up to our course when we launched in July was much higher than our course launch when we first launched it in April and you know things are taking off and it's going really well but we realized there are things even like recording this podcast where uh -huh. there's process that we follow yes. and yes. one of us does it and we kind of we were like okay we need job descriptions and we need to know what the steps are, what happened what happens next when you've done this because yeah. we won't be able to do this all the time we're going to need some support so we're talking about you know when we launch next quarter we need to have a va to support us with a lot of things and what are those roles? what can we handle yeah 
Exactly. And writing those processes now, it's then easy to say, right, okay, there's the process, there's the system, this is how it's done, rather than a VA saying, so how would you like me to do this? Would you like me to do this? Oh, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Well, I could do this for you instead. Oh, I'm not sure. And before you know where you are, you're all of a pickle. But if you just take the time, the easiest thing I say is when you do a task, so when you prepare a, you know, a, um, a social media post, for example, just write the steps down. You know, when, when, I, when I post up a blog, I have a template, which is the title, the URL, if I didn't want that different, then the copy, all of the links. I then say what type of image I want. I tell them what category it goes in. I just fill in the blanks and send it off. And then, uh, you know, my VA, she just does it. And, and then miraculously, it appears everywhere. So, <laughs> because I have that template, it's easy to to um, to outsource it, and and it's those types of things. I guess the key phrase with a grown up business is it's consistently consistent. It does the same thing in the same way every time because it has a tried and tested method. So, yes, uh, so important consistency. I think across anything where you're trying to improve, whether yes. it's whether it's your health, whether it's your business, whether it's relationships, if you are consistently consistent, I love that phrase, yep. then yep. you, because so often, and it's a bit, bit like a, a teenage approach, I suppose, they'll try something once, oh, it doesn't work, I'll give up. Oh, yeah. If you're a grown-up business, you know that it's going to take a little bit of time, a little bit of TLC to, to move forward. So what three things could our bookkeepers do right now to become more grown-up? Okay, so the first bit is focus on consistency. So, um, you know, for example, if you go to a pub um, and you have a meal and it's fantastic and you're raving about it and, and I'm saying, Joe, you've got to go to, you know, the Rose and Crown or, or whatever it is. The meal there was fantastic. And you go and you happen to go on the night where the chef is off and the food's rubbish. So, you know, that sort of scenario, or, or I would go back myself and think, oh, it's not as good, and oh, I'm not going to go there. So once you set your standards, wherever you set your standards, you know, you could be, um, you know, easy jets. People say, oh, well, their standards aren't very good. Their standards are brilliant because you know exactly what you get. You know, you don't go on there expecting a five-course meal, whereas you do when you fly perhaps Virgin or, or, or Emirates. So when you've set your standards, you have to make sure you consistently do those. That's where then systems and processes come in um, as well. Um, the second thing is, is actually to look up, as I was saying, work out what's going on around you. If that's even just in your town, uh, because you're, you're perhaps a bookkeeper to a number of restaurants, for example, you know, what's happening in your town then look up a bit further. What's happening in business in general? You know, at the moment, we've got Brexit transition. You know, we're not hearing much about that. But, you know, we're, I think it's 160 days until we're out. That might impact quite a lot of your bookkeeper's clients. So being aware of that. The second spike we talked about. But other things, you know, uh, as a result of COVID, lots of people may well lose their jobs they might decide they can set up as bookkeepers. So how are you going to, to cope with some competition? Um, you know, there might also be lots of uh, people that are starting their own businesses who need a bookkeeper. 
So suddenly, you know, you've potentially got a bigger client base to go for. So keep looking up, keep seeing what's around you. Just try and sponge up all you can. Um, and also that's because some of their business owners won't be doing it. If if your bookkeepers can keep a lookout for their clients and just raise the issue. So, so you know, Mr. Jones, what are you doing about second spike planning? Oh, bloody hell, I haven't thought about that, you know. So, so you know, even just by looking up and seeing what's around, that will give bookkeepers an opportunity to say to clients, what about, can I do, could I help, would you like me to, all of those sorts of things. And like most people, most people are frightened of sales. They don't like selling. But that way, you're servicing customers, you're anticipating what their needs are, and actually – they will just ask you to do it as part of a customer service thing. So if you're frightened of sales, just focus everything around, I can give you better service. Um, the last thing probably which bookkeepers can do for themselves and for their clients is forecast. Uh, I am constantly amazed how few businesses have um, – a written down plan for a start, even just a one page plan, but how few actually have a forecast, either a sales forecast, a, a cash flow forecast, you know, where in the forecast is the price rises? When are you going to put your prices up? When are you going to change them? When are you going to start paying for a VA, for example? Without a forecast, it's really difficult. And, and if it's going belly up you know you want to know early so if for example um you don't have enough people in your sales pipeline you need to know that early rather than suddenly think oh no i've got no clients now so so forecast forecast forecasts um is yeah. is really important you know what is coming on the horizon business is really uncertain at the moment mm. and businesses don't like uncertainty but we're having to learn to cope with it. And one of the best ways to do that is scenario planning. I look up what can you see, uh, focus on consistent product delivery and make sure that you know what is happening in your business so that you're ready to react positive or negative. So, Yeah. One of the parts of sort of looking up and seeing what's ahead, actually, we talk about niching a lot. And if you've got a lot of businesses in the same sector, it can be quite helpful even just to like observe what's happening with other businesses because you can then you become the expert in that industry can't you and, and then you can go yes. and take those learnings back to the other clients that you've got um, and I think perhaps something that bookkeepers struggle with we sometimes a lot of bookkeepers get into bookkeeping because they know how to process the transactions um, yes. and they don't necessarily the advisory side of things which we offer to our clients but also which is important for us to know to be able to do those things like forecasting for our own businesses they can feel a bit daunting I suppose uh, if you haven't been in that world before if you haven't been involved in running a business yeah. business development forecasting so if that's something that you you know you know you know you need to do it for your own business but also so you can deliver that service to your clients go and get some training, like go, go and get involved in a, in a course or something that's going to help you learn those skills. Absolutely. And um, Joe will know that I've been on the periphery of, of bookkeeping and accounting for a while. And, and I know that Zero and QuickBooks and what both have great universities or libraries or training and 
all of, of that sort of stuff. So taking the time just to learn those things and actually practice on your own business. If, if you don't know how to forecast, put your own one in first and then yeah. you can see how it goes. Yeah. You know, Joe, bookkeepers, um, I think a lot of people underestimate the value of a bookkeeper. And for me, a super duper bookkeeper is far more valuable than my tax accountant that has a very bad habit of looking backwards and telling me what I did wrong, as opposed to helping me to look forward and get everything right. And the bookkeeper, because they're there all the time, they know the ups and flow, ups and downs, the ebbs and flows, all of that sort of stuff. They have their finger on the pulse of what my business is doing. My tax accountant doesn't. So no. don't assume that, you know, accountants are super duper. They look backwards, tell you what you did wrong. Become the bookkeeper that looks forward and helps businesses grow. Yeah. Get things right. Jay was talking earlier about uh, one of her clients not wanting to set up a bank account and sort of talking to them about moving on from being a sort of toddler business. Yes. Um, so would you say that your book, The Grown Up, uh, the Grown Up Business, can be used by our clients? So this isn't just a book for us. Is, it, is this something that we can go and apply to our oh. clients as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's almost a little bit of a roadmap um, about how how you can become a grown up business. And, and the constant threads through it are make sure you know what is happening, have a goal and work out how to get there. So, you know, just be very clear about what you want. If you want to have a business where you work two days a week um, and you you want to earn, you know, some money that's absolutely great if you want to work you know seven days a week and build a a big bookkeeping firm that's you know got 50 people working for for you and you know you want to take over the world that's absolutely fine just be clear about the goals that you want to go for and then systematically just put the through the nice thing about the grown-up book uh, and I, I know that Joe's worked through it is actually it's bite-sized chunks of learning so it, it takes a topic, it explains what it is, why it's important, demonstrates how it works with a case study, and then there's a list of things to do. And sometimes it's just curl up on the sofa with a mug of tea and, and a pen and, and just let your mind wander about what the goals are. So, Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I think really the book is amazing for our bookkeepers to read. You could read it first time around for yourself and put everything into practice for yourself. And then once you've done that, read it again with your clients in mind and then use that as part of your advisory service. Because that is, that is exactly what it is. Take them through those steps. If you can yep. imagine if we could all guide our clients to become more grown up businesses and have this outlook, how much better clients they would be um, and how much better our businesses would be because it would be so much mm. easier. And I do think obviously, I've been I've listened to you Shirley for many years like the dinner <laughs> wine and everything and I do think sometimes I, I say things I think oh my god I'm turning into Shirley because <laughs> but, but because but I really do think that's this is how people um because often I get asked well how do you make that step into advisory and and the truth has been that I've let I've been coached by others I've listened yes. to them Yes. And then I've started putting it into practice and realized, oh, my goodness, that actually works. I've benefited from that. 
I'm going yeah. to tell my clients about it. Exactly. If you're not willing exactly. to learn yourself and be open, then you're never going to be able to take that step. That's no, uh, I have to say, and uh, the whole world of uh, advisory, and I see it with, with accountants. Accountants think that they can go and become business advisors and business coaches, but they're so stuck in the numbers that they can't get out of that, and, and it stops them just challenging clients. Now, if you if you you almost have to be really interested in business and how it works and you know how you can help your clients to make it better. You know, one of the key things is is that you probably reconcile uh, every month. How many direct debits are on there that just go out each month that you signed up for? You know, twelve eighteen months ago because you thought it was a good idea, and and now you're not using it properly. And then, and then think about your clients' businesses. How many times do you see that odd direct debit go through? And you could, as soon as you can start to say to a client, "Well, why why are we still paying for this?" You know, then you start to become an advisor. Yeah, and the other thing that you always did when you was coaching me is we always talked about, I mean, this is back 2014, we spoke about Christmas dinner around the table, didn't we? Because I was living in a I was living in a little house. I had yep. all my babies and, yep. I, and I've got a big family and I really wanted Christmas dinner round the table in a new house. Okay. Yep. And we had that goal, didn't we? We did. And, we did. And whenever we, whenever we spoke about anything, well, Joe, have you done your cash flow forecast? I remember this is Shirley in my head. <laughs> have you done it yet? And I would say, no, I, had, I never did it. I was really bad back then. And, and she was like, well, how are we going to get Christmas dinner with all your family? And she'd, you'd always bring it back to that emotional yeah. goal so that yeah. I realized that I needed to put these things in place to achieve that now I'm pleased to say it didn't happen in 2014 it didn't happen no. in 2015 but it did happen 2019 and I'm in my house and and it's funny I sat there that day and thought of you <laughs> and I thought I finally finally got there but yep. it it's and and it's funny and you if you if you don't have those goals and write those down and we talk about vision boards as well yes now yes. I pick up some of my old vision boards and I'm like oh tick 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 sometimes tick, yeah. you don't even realize yeah. it because it becomes a subconscious thing but you need to know where you're heading first yes. and this is so that that is part of your advisory actually asking the question yep. of the business owner yeah why are you doing exactly. this what's, what's, yeah. the, what's the big idea and that is a nothing to do about forecasting or cash flow or anything that you think is scary it's just actually caring and that is what a bookkeeper can do yes. really really well exactly and do you remember joe we had a we had a client in common for a while and he had four daughters yes. and he suddenly said to me one day shirley i've just realized i've got three of my four girls will go to university he said and i've got four weddings to pay for how am I yeah. going to pay for four weddings? <laughs> yeah. We didn't have the joke about the funeral afterwards, but anyway. But but his realization was, Christ, I've got four weddings to pay for. Um, you know, even if they're only ten grand each, which is quite you know a snip, that's still forty grand. How am I going to pay for it? And suddenly he got really focused on his business, and he knew where he was going, and he got that driving force. So I love you. I Sorry. love hearing this. Like I was here about Joe's. Like people who are listening to the podcast won't have seen me looking very excited, but I just love like the real. Like this is what it's about, isn't it? It's understanding why you set your business up because you didn't set yep. your business up 
to you didn't set your business up to process transactions you no. set your business up so you can run a business my goal is which is a bit of a joke is that I want to have a springer spaniel so uh, I just have to keep thinking about that dog yeah. But, you know, so it's like knowing what you're working to and actually like that path might look a bit different to what you expected it to. But you won't know that until you're on the way. So it's like breaking those goals down. What do I want? How do I need yep. to get there? What small thing do I need to do next to work towards that to sort of tick exactly. that in my journey? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and, and you don't need a great big business plan. All you no. need is two or three goals. Which say, you know, like Joe, I want Christmas dinner with everybody around my table Okay, so what does that mean? That means that I need to earn this much for the deposit or to cover the mortgage or, or whatever. But two or three goals that just every time when you come to your next task or whatever, will that help me get closer to my goal? That's all you need. So, you know, three or four points on a business plan, that's fine. The only time you need a great big tome of a business plan is when you're going to raise money and stuff like that. So everybody wants to know yeah. everything. But the, the real impact, a bit like, a weather forecast is only really accurate for the next two or three days and and obviously a cash flow forecast the further out you go it's less certain in terms of planning what you do what you do in the next one two three four five days makes a big difference to where you end up so you know focus on the actions you can take today and and if that is just taking a bit of extra time to think about a client that you're going to be talking to tomorrow or towards the end of the week and thinking about two things that, that niggle you a bit that, you know, perhaps they should do, you know, have they got a forecast, mm. um, you know, something like that. So Shirley, how, I suppose that takes us on to how do bookkeepers know when they are a grown up business? What, what will be the success? <sighs> Okay, so uh, I probably should ask Joe that. <laughs> How would you feel when you became a grown-up business, Joe? <laughs> so, how I feel like I am nearly getting there. Yes, um, and because and the way I know that is that I'm attracting clients to myself effortlessly. Good. Yep. I tick. tick I can choose which clients I take on perfect I have a clear system for customer journey and processes of how they're going to be treated and the outcome yes and I have a forecast um for the next 12 months <laughs> goody goody and when's your next pay, uh, price rise Joe? well I'm going through it at the moment because I am becoming VAT registered on the 1st of August so yeah. I have taken that opportunity to take all of my clients through the Go Proposal system. Yes. And um, that is naturally upping my prices. But actually, some of them, because I've got lots of, and this is where I know I'm grown up as well, is where some of them, I've got lots of beauticians and salon owners who have yes. not traded for four months. So yes. actually, when I've gone through the proposal, a couple of them have reduced in monthly fees. Um and the fact that I'm okay with that, good. And no, I've told them that I'm going to be reviewing again in three months. Makes me feel I must be pretty much in a quite a grown-up place to be able to cope good with job. that and actually be happy for my client yes. that I'm able to yeah. give them that value and let's see the surprise on their face to say, "Wow, it's got it's going down for the next three months." I was like, "Yeah, but when you're busier, it will go up." And they're yes. like, "Oh, wow!" Exactly. So that's, that's been good. 
exactly no that's good so 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 my things are you know grown-up businesses always achieve their goals uh, a because they set some uh, and b because they focus on getting there now they might change them a little bit um you know normally i find when when cust um, clients start on the journey of becoming a grown-up business they're quite conservative with their targets to start off with then when things start to improve and become much calmer and everything happens then they reforecast upwards so so that's good so they're always achieving their goals uh, they make money and they're profitable um and pretty much as you said joe it's easy that there isn't the stress you're 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 confident about the offering and the service that you give to the clients. You know that you do a really good job. And when you start doing a really good job, then the marketing just happens and clients start referring new clients. That's when it becomes easy. You're not out pounding the pavements and going and having some of those dreadful breakfasts that we used to have at networking events, you know, trying to pick up a new client. Clients are just walking in the door. Um, uh, and that also sort of leads on to a, to, to a zero marketing budget you've got the referrals the recommendations you're getting the great reviews stuff like that it's nice and easy and above all it's consistent consistently consistent i love that well, we're both going to be chanting that now aren't we consistently <laughs> <laughs> consistent so um thank you so much shirley so how can people find out more about the grown-up business book right okay i'm going to uh send you a link um zoe so that you can pop it out for everybody lovely I'll put it in our show notes so that people can read it on the podcast. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. So, um, uh, and that will get you access to the free download uh, on Kindle uh, for the book. Um, so that's really good. If you want to find out more about becoming a, a grown up business, then my website is uh, coachsme.co.uk. Uh, and there are, a, there's several uh, downloadable eBooks on there on different topics and, I've been blogging since 2012, so there's probably, well, in fact, I know there's 214, 214 blogs on there, actually 15, because another one went live this morning, because uh, I had to review them all when I did a, a, a new website during lockdown and that, so it's gradually ticking them off, so. But there's loads of, loads of resources there uh, and uh, stuff like that, so, you know, and the other thing is focus on every day as a learning day. If you just read one blog, or listen to a short podcast every day, your knowledge that will help you become advisory will just grow and your confidence will grow too. Absolutely. And Shelley, I must say, so even though the, the Kindle book is available, I I like the physical book because it's like, yes, it's very much <laughs> like, um, like you said, you can work your way through it and write notes and things. So kind of you could use it as a little advisory kind of learning pack um as yes a well uh, interesting you should say that um i have just sent off to the graphic designers a workbook that oh. sits alongside the book uh and um it it's almost like one step on so it's it the workbook includes my learning since i wrote the book so uh and i'm anticipating that that's going to be out probably uh I'd like it to be out 1st of October. So it gives everybody a chance to do their planning before. So 
as and when that comes, I might I might cheekily send that to you and you can send the link out to, to everybody. Yeah, definitely. And I guess if people sign up on your website to get any of your free downloads, they're going to be on your mailing list. So they'll hear, hear about that. As yes, well. actually, uh, I, I'm a firm believer in sharing stuff. So actually, uh, my ebooks are free to download. I don't even ask for an email, but you can sign up for the business um, insights newsletter, which is is just my weekly seven sentences of huge wisdom. Cool. Okay. So we will we'll link to those things in our in our Fabulous. Notes. Okay, cool. Fabulous. Um, thank you so much. I think we've all learned so much this morning and uh, we know we've had a few people watching as we've recorded this live and uh, I hope that people are taking a lot away. But yeah, thank you so much for your time. You're very welcome. And finally, just a reminder of where you can connect with us. So you can join us in our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or you can head over to our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com, where we've got a free download at the moment, which is about five ways you might not expect to find clients, which don't involve social media. So go and have a look at that if you're, if you're interested in downloading that one. And finally, just a reminder of where you can connect with us. So you can join us in our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or you can head over to our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com, where we've got a free download at the moment, which is about five ways you might not expect to find clients, which don't involve social media. So go and have a look at that if you're if you're interested in downloading that one. And finally, just a reminder of where you can connect with us. So you can join us in our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or you can head over to our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com, where we've got a free download at the moment, which is about five ways you might not expect to find clients, which don't involve social media. So go and have a look at that if you're if you're interested in downloading that one. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week for breakfast and topical bookkeeping chat. Why not join our free Facebook group, the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.